Into the Garden podcast, the dawn and break of a new day, a new beginning, a turning point, a new importance, a new possibility to say, oh taste and say how good and how gracious the Lord has been to you and to me. We welcome the break of newness, of freshness, the breakthrough, the breakthrough, the splendour of fragrance, that aroma that speaks and gives off an anointing sweet essence, you say. A sweet is the promise that God will never leave nor forsake thee. Join me on into the garden. and top of the day to you. How are you? Well, care to join me in the garden of peace, favour? Commit thy ways to the Lord and watch what he can do. For if we do, then God will grant you success in all you strive to do. It's our time and part of the day where you and I step into the garden and, oh yes, commit our ways our thoughts, our ideas to the Waymaker, Miracle Worker, Solution Finder, Never Disappointing Father that will boost your faith and increase you in ways that you could never imagine. Well, on this powerful Conquer Wednesday, I'm your host, Salome Jacobs, and welcome to, oh yes, your powerful Conquer Wednesday. Hola, buenesta, des, como esta? Ni hao, ni ama, chin dobre, bionok, chinata, guten tag, sen chao, sawadika, bonjour, merhaba, anyong ashong, kudum meda, neitat, to those close by and not forgetting you, out there in the countryside, far and wide. So, phone a friend or two and ask them to join you. Then join us in that ethereal presence, that ask for wisdom presence, that when you ask, you will receive from the bountiful supply that I have for thee. Well, what are you waiting for? Pop on over, relax, unwind and chill out, for this is Conquer Wednesday, where God gets celebrated and you elevated. So. Today I'm sharing a piece way back in 2019, penned, I am, as well as our true real-life testimonies. So, on Conquer Wednesday, today I'm sharing, I took my first drink in 7th grade. And this comes from Pastor Holmes, right here on Conquer Wednesday, where you and I brace ourselves to conquer the day together.
but before I start with the short story allow me just to share it's a beautiful day with absolutely no wind in fact this morning the sun was shining blue skies up above me white clouds in all shape and form up above me and yet not a breeze for it's piping hot you see Once I stepped inside, I heard a thump, a bang, and I was wondering from where it came. Hence, I stepped into my office, and lo and behold, the Bible. But it fell open as wide as could be. By the book of James, a letter of James. And this is one of the old Bibles, the New English Bible, illustrated by Horace Knowles. It fell open by the book of James and in there I wrote some time ago word of encouragement highlighted wisdom and faith my brothers whenever you have to face trials of many kinds count yourselves supremely happy in the knowledge that such testing of your faith breeds fortitude and if you give fortitude full play you will go on to complete a balanced character that will fall short in nothing if any of you fall short in wisdom he should ask God for it and it will be given him for God is a generous giver who neither refuses nor reproaches anyone but he must ask in faith without a doubt in his mind. No wind, no breeze. But the Bible fell open on the floor. A reminder to you and me. God for increased wisdom increased faith in what seems perhaps an endless impossibility perhaps no way out but God is saying to you and me to someone tuning in today that if 
you only come to me. Step into the garden. I'm here for thee. Ask, believing in faith. N have no doubt that you will fall short in nothing. On Soul Story, today is I am. And the inscription reads I am beautiful, loved, appreciated, soul precious, you say. I'm a sassy soul, a friend of God by decree. Hello, pleased to meet you. My name is Jesus, the great I am. Who is this great I am, I ask of thee? I've been searching for years, and to my glee, funny he shows up so unexpectedly. No fuss, no spills, no thrills, no frills, no entourage like so many wannabes. Just the omnipotent, illuminous presence that eludes me from day to day, oh so gladly. I am no theologian, and don't pretend to be. I simply write on what is so precious from God to thee. As swiftly as an eagle he downloads, he speaks to you and me. But I simply love the wondrous awesomeness, authenticity of the great I am who came to be. I am has been with you and me for centuries and to this day we see a glimpse of his sovereignty always on display. For I am cannot be missed, blotted out or forgotten but allotted. I am are two words that carry weight, strength, power and oh so significant. No delay here, so just stay with me as we delve into the great I am, who was and is and is still today, tomorrow and for many more years to come, the same and will always be. Seven times the Bible reflects on this majestic I am, so tarry along with me along the shores of Galilee waiting with bated breath, sitting at the fate of Jesus, the great I am, under a tree. The Bible speaks of the bread of life. John 6, 55 I am the bread of life. He who comes to me shall never hunger, and who, he who believes in me shall never thirst. As Jesus fed so many thousands years ago, he still feeds you and me with a generous heart and an even more present overflow. Light of the world, John 8, 12. I am the light of the world. He who follows me shall not walk in darkness, 
but have the light of life. Where is your my light, if not to spread the word to bring life to God's creation with delight? The door. John 10, 9. I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved and will go in and out and find pasture. Many a door is open to which you and I steer, but the one that God opens comes with no delays, no only parks and a generosity for you and your peers. The Good Shepherd John 10, 11 I am the Good Shepherd. The Good Shepherd gives his life for the sheep. Jesus gave his life to you and me so we can have freedom freedom from bondage, captivity and liberty. The Resurrection and Life John 11, 25-26 Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he may die, he shall live, and whoever lives and believes in me shall never die. Now, do you believe this? Father, we believe. For many years ago, your son Jesus won the victory. He paid the price of our sin so lovingly, bearing all our guilt, shame, pain, and never mind as you see. He was chastised, despised, rejected, bled, beaten all for you and me. What a price! Yet he did it for you and for me. The way, the truth and the life. John 14, 6 Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Come to the Father, though your gift is small. Broken hearts, broken lives, he will take them all. The power of his word, the power of his blood, everything was done so you and I would come. For Jesus is the door that welcomes your brokenness and so much more. The Vine John 15, 5 I am the vine and you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit for without me you can do nothing. And isn't that so true? For I am unique and so are you. You and I are special, connected to the one divine with no limitations, no hesitations, no restrictions. Just God holding you accountable for what you and I produce. I am because God lives in you and me and nothing we do or say is done without him. So let's all take that stand and agree. I am so precious. Just you watch and say, Hey world, taste and see what the Lord has in store for you and me. I am. I am. For I believe in the great I am who died for you and me. On the cross on Calvary. You and I am the branches, the fruit of a pastor, a mentor, a prophet, you say. 
I am so glad that Jesus loves me, lives in you and me, walks through you and me. Though little do he know that he abides in us, so whither where you go, he follows you wholeheartedly, for the great I am is deep inside of you and me. Wake up, get up, dress up, look up, count your blessings up, thank up, get closer, get connected to God up, praise him in your circumstances up, Give an elude to him in your wasteland up. And when you reach that pinnacle, do not forget who got you there, but the great I am up. And so it is, so shall it be. And this was written the 30th of August, 2019. For you are beautiful, you are loved. You are appreciated, so precious you say. You are a sassy soul, a friend of God by decree. And what an awesome time to step into the garden. With no complaints, no worries, just you, trusting God. Pastor Holmes, a personal testimony, titled, I took my first drink in 7th grade. He continues to say, everybody on the team got high. I grew marijuana, I planted it in my mother's yard. I used to drive around with beer in my car. I was getting tired of the life I was living. says it all started in seventh grade that's when I took my first drink as a teenager I played sports such as baseball basketball and swimming I was told by the doctors not to play football and baseball because of problems with my knees because I greatly loved and excelled in swimming I continued to swim in spite of the doctor's advice he says my life began to shift as I entered high school. Everyone was trying to be cool and fit in. I went out for the swim team. In sports, I was always captain or co-captain. Everybody on the team got high. We would swim high on drugs. Some of my brothers and sisters in my family got high as well. They would give me the stuff. I made the statement several times 
I am never going to stop getting high and drinking beer because I enjoy it so much. He goes on to say, I grew marijuana. I planted it in my mother's yard because I knew she could grow anything. I tried selling it, but God had other plans for my life. I knew I did not fit in, but I tried. He says, after graduating high school, I did not want to go to college. I got a job working with my sister at the Ambassador East Hotel. During the summer months, I worked as a lifeguard. Both jobs provided a means to meet people, some famous, but also to get involved with things that I should not have been involved with. He says, my mother and older sister had gotten saved first. My sister would always ask me to go to church with her. And every time I had the same answer, sis, I'm not ready for church, but she kept asking and I kept saying the same thing. Meanwhile, I was getting tired of the life I was living. I knew I did not belong. I knew that there was something better, but I did not know what. He says my mother's church was having a revival. I would drive her to the service and drop her off every night. One particular night they asked me to go with them. I finally relented and went. He says, Evangelist John from Kansas City was running the revival on 67th Street in Chicago. At first, nothing happened. Afterwards, I saw my nephew give his life to Jesus and get saved. I wanted that. He says we grew up together and got high together. He says I wanted what he had. I will never forget that. It's as fresh today as it was 33 years ago. I wanted God so bad. He says, I went into the bathroom and prayed. I cried out to God and said, Lord, this is the last night of the revival and I'm not leaving here without having you in my life. He says, God saved and filled me with the Holy Spirit that night. That night, I was free from drinking beer and getting high. I needed no treatments. I used to drive around with beer in my car. I went from a trunk full of beer to a trunk full of donuts and milk. Shortly after that, God connected me with a Bible teacher who taught the end times. I attended those classes for several years. When God called the Bible teacher to pastor, I went and served as one of his ministers. During that time, I became ill and was unable to walk. I was diagnosed with a crippling disease called polyarthritis and a heart condition called rheumatic fever. One day, the nurse came in and made a statement. 
she said, "You call yourself a preacher." I knew what she was saying, although I had never heard any teaching on healing. That night, as I prayed, God healed me instantly. The fever broke, and the swelling in both my knees was gone. Making Jesus my personal savior was the best thing I've ever done. He says, without Jesus, I would have been dead. My life has forever changed. Con- God has continually provided and made a way for me. He says, I have no college training for the profession that I am presently in. As an ops analyst, backup administrator. One day, one of my minister friends asked me if I wanted to make more money. I said yes. He set up the interview, and I was immediately hired. Since then, I have continuously excelled and received promotions in spite of having no previous formal training. He says that's what God will do for when you give Him control of your life. He says in 1982, God led me to a temporary job. I was there just long enough to meet my wife of 31 years. I had previously asked God for a wife who would work together with me in ministry. I even asked for a wife that sings. <laughs> He says in a dream, I saw my wife, precious, and I walking together with four children. That dream did come true. He gave me everything I asked for in a wife, and we have four beautiful, gifted, and anointed children. Many years ago, God called me to pastor. He says I'm presently on assignment along with my family at Pure Gospel Ministries to help assist in the transformation and restoration of Gary, Indiana. Gary, Indiana is on the heart of God. He has given. Pure Gospel Ministries, a mandate to raise champions in Gary, Indiana. And this comes from Pastor Reginald Holmes. Well, he shares his testimony with you and me today. I took my first drink back in the day. In seventh grade, these are real life stories, testimonies. To you, the hearer, the listener out there, perhaps you're in a slump, on this heap that you think is a never-ending solving dump. Pastor Reginald Holmes comes to you today. On Conquer Wednesday, saying to you that yes, he took his first drink in seventh grade, refused the invitation to go to a revival, but God had plans for him to change. And if God could do it for him, what more can God do for you and me today? Through all your tough situations, through all your, I don't know what I'm going to do. God has a perfect solution for you. So I say to you, thank you for tuning in. Tell into the garden today.
This is the word of the Lord for you and me today. Because God speaks in volumes. He gives you and me a sign. He lets the Bible fall completely where there is no breeze, no wind, but an open window so you and I can stand in agreement and be amazed. Then he gives you, I am. So together in unison, God has you on his mind, on his heart, and he has you. greater plan so trust God give it over to him and as you lay down perhaps I don't know on bended knee gazing up to the stars if you will and release everything to God and say Send me, send me. to the end of season 4 episode 40 from all of us here at Conquer Wednesday thank you for sharing, thank you for caring thank you for letting the voice of God spread across the airwaves but most of all thank you for sharing the love, may today's inspiration, I am and the testimony of Pastor Reginald Holmes encourage you inspire you to be still to seek the answers by reading and meditating on the word so God can show you as he downloads and you implore if you're celebrating a birthday and anniversary or receive good news happy birthday to you happy anniversary and may God continue to knit you together like only he can do and congratulations to you that to those who have lost loved ones our heartfelt condolences to you well may God continue to bless you and if you're traveling safe journey mercies to you and Bon Voyage too this is Salome Jacobs giving a shout out to all of you over land and sea far and wide thank you for being a blessing and thank you for being with us through 2022 we would not have gotten this far if it wasn't for the hand of God bringing you the hearer the listener the viewer to Winter the Garden Podcast. Sayonara, dispedinia, adios, dovidzinia, au revoir, farewell, adios, kudugule, 
Until the next time, thank God. Look above and see how far with God you have progressed. Got